Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's your host, Anime Nerd, and I'm back again today to drop you guys another podcast. But before you guys do, definitely go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel at Anime Nerd. You should be able to find me there. Go ahead and like and subscribe and definitely check out all the content that I'm about to drop on there. And as well, if you're listening to all major platforms, streaming us in Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you guys are listening at. Maybe even um, iHeartRadio. I don't know if I reached down there yet, but I feel like I do. But anyway, just go ahead and just subscribe. You know your boy's going to be dropping stuff weekly, so definitely go check that out. So I'm pretty sure you guys are wondering what today's podcast is going to be about today. And (laughs) I decided I'm going to make it about uh, two things. Now, the ending of Promise Neverland, and for those of you guys who know way back when I first started, I used to do manga review for each chapter of Promise Neverland and everything like that. And I just decided to stop kind of wanted to go a different route with my podcast. But now since it's ended, I feel like it's only fit to go ahead and talk about the series as in an entirety and what I thought and everything like that for that one. So Today podcast, I will talk about that. And then after I'm done talking about that, I want to talk about uh, a show, uh, uh, Crunchyroll original um, called Kami no Toy, a.k.a. Tower of God. Now, this series just finished up its first season, which I'm pretty sure is going to get a second season. It has to get a second season. Uh, the first initial episode aired April 1st, 2020. You could still watch the show on Crunchyroll. Um, they also is doing it dub. Um, the dub isn't finished, but the sub is. So if you guys like sub and don't want to wait for the dub to finish, go ahead and check that out. I promise to you guys, you will love it. But without further ado, let's go ahead into today's topic. So today's topic right off the bat first up is promise neverland so you guys uh remember like for those of you guys who've been fans of mine for like a long time no i started reading a series called promise neverland and it was about like this apocalyptic world with these kids who are literally raised in these farms just to be eaten and the more as smart as you are the more they tend to uh, the deem- the more, how should I say, the quality, it's like meat. The If you're super smart, you are the better quality of meat and then stuff like that. So you, the main characters that are in the show, you have Ray, Emma, and oh my gosh, I can't remember the other guy's name. And that's a bad thing to do right now, um, not remembering his name. But pretty much the series pretty much focused on Emma. So even if I don't remember old boy's name, um, Norman, Norman, there you go. I knew I was going to get it eventually. Um, the series focused around these group of kids who are in this um, farm and being raised for the sole purpose of being eaten. That's all literally their life are is about being, and they're being raised by this lady who is a full grown woman, which are select individual who can become a full grown woman. And they are known as mama. Pretty much, they take care of the kids, they raise the kids, they nurture them, give them this lovely, false kind of of hope. Whereas 
as soon as the kid get of age that, or even been selected, they go out and so-called been adopted. Now, they go past this gate, and a lot of them don't know what happened at this point once they get past the gate. All they know pretty much is that the kid got adopted and next, and they were never seen again. So one day, Emma, Ray, and uh, Norman were all playing. One of their fellow kids was getting adopted. And when she was getting adopted, she left her favorite toy behind. So Emma and Ray realized that this girl left her stuff and they tried to run out to the gate to try to see, you know, pretty much uh, give her back her toy. So when they went to give her back her toy, they realized that what they saw wasn't what they truly believed to see. They saw pretty much this girl's dead with a rose in the middle of her heart. And it freaked them out because first they saw their mama and then they saw like these demon-like figures. And that's when the series really started taking the toll for the worst, but AKA the best because the series was really, really good at that, at that point. And so pretty much in the beginning of the series, you tend to watch them try to escape uh, and plan a, a plot way to go ahead and manage to escape with everybody being alive naturally. So that plan is kind of flawed because there's some younger kids that you just necessarily, you can't really take with you because they're young, like they're babies pretty much. So you watch Emma and, uh, and Ray pretty much come up with a plan. Um, Norman, something happened to Norman. I don't want to give too much, too much of a spoiler just in case people want to know. I kind of did. I should have been say spoiler alert. So I'm sorry, but here it is. Spoiler alert. I am sorry for those of you guys who already had tuned in and kind of went too deep. That is my fault on that one. I'll take the blame because I should have told you guys that, but hey. It uh, it is what it is. It's it's too late. But anyway, so Emma and Ray are pretty much trying to figure out plans and been training the kids and so to escape. And that's kind of all a part one. And then Mama kind of picks up that they know something, so she asks for help and stuff like that. Now, let me just say this: you know, in this series, this is a lot of twists and turns. When you think it goes one way, it turns a different way. Now, eventually, in the middle of the series, it it was about them surviving the wilderness. Uh, by then, I already said this is spoiler alert. So if you're still listening, I'm pretty sure you already seen or already know of something, and you're just interested in it. Um, but by then, they're in the in the series, they're meaning to two like I want to say vegetarians because they don't eat humans. So it was like they met up with these two demons, and one of them has a special power of pretty much like her blood. If the demons drink her blood that they don't need to eat human and they won't revert into this savage na savage nature that they go into. Cause if a demon doesn't eat a human, they go into this, like, like this, this savage beast mode type thing that just don't have a brain. And they're dumb. That's why these kids have to be smart pretty much because, because if the kids are smart, then the demons are smart, which in this, um, in the series, you kind of, as it get in more in depth to it, you kind of realize that the demon has, Kind of like something like resemble our own, the high class society lifestyle where only the rich get the best of the best. And then a mass produced 
one where the regular everyday Joe Smuckatellis of the world uh, pretty much get a mass production just to keep them alive and stabilize them. And you kind of see that in the kids too. There's mass production of the kids and they look all weird and deformed and stuff while people like Emma are like known as the high quality and the most sought after. Now, another thing that I forgot to mention about this series was when a kid turns 12, that's when they're technically at its peak for some reason. Like Emma, Ray, and Norman were 11 years old, so they was about to hit that peak where they could pretty much be sold to high premium and everything like that. Uh, I would definitely recommend Definitely recommend reading the manga. They also got an anime out, but definitely read the manga because the manga kind of gives a little bit more and you kind of figure out something about Ray and Mama. So I don't want to spoil that or anything like that, but I would definitely recommend you guys reading it to yourself. But now I'm just going to go ahead and talk about the ending. So... At the end, we all figured it was going to happen. Emma and the gang managed to go back into the real world, pretty much. They managed to go back into the real world, but everybody went in, was pretty much together, but Emma. And if you guys read the manga and everything, you know that Emma had to make a deal pretty much with this like godlike creature who she had to make a new promise to. And pretty much, but in return, he had to take something of Emma. So pretty much in return, Emma had to give AKA her life. And nobody truly know what that mean at first because the kids were like, oh no, you can't die and stuff like that. But when they found her again, because eventually they found her, Emma didn't know who or what they were, but she just knew that she was happy to see him. Now, I ain't going to lie to you guys. I did not like that at all. I, I I just wanted a good, happy ending. I understand she's alive, but she don't. That she literally do not know what all she's been through. Like, she fought off demons, lost friends, had to see, had to see countless of murder, of boat, everything like that. It, it's sad that it got to that point, and she would never be able to see that. Uh, remember that and everything like that. So it was like, man, seeing her doing that or being going through that, it kind of sucked and everything. I didn't really care for that ending, but I understand she made a deal. The deal went through. At least she didn't lose her life, but she lost her memory. So in a way, when he said, I want your life, I guess it's meaning like I just take your memory and therefore you just starting over a brand new life as if you didn't even know about your life before. So in a way she did lose her life, but at the same time while keeping her life and everything like that. Overall, I will give a series, if I had to rank it out of 10, it's definitely an 8.5. There's some moments where it can become dry and dull and you're just reading, but when it gets really into the story and it, the action part of it, it's 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 great a it's definitely up there and i can see why people enjoy it now the series first was introduced to shonen jump in august 2016 and ended june 2020 so a good four-year run it isn't bad for a shonen jump manga uh it definitely didn't last long as some of shonen jump major hitters but it's definitely up there in the category of being 
a popular Shonen Jump. The anime is really good. So if I was you guys, I would definitely go ahead and check that out. I promise to you guys, you would not be disappointed at all about it. I promise to you guys. But that's going to be it for this one. So now we're going to move on into Kamai no Toy. I can never say it. <laughs> uh, Tower of God. So Tower of God is a, how should I say it? I don't even know how to explain it, how to explain Tower of God. Tower of God is a Korean webtoon series. It came out, like, from what I have researched, and I'm about to let you guys know because I'm about to pull it up just to be safe. Uh, Tower of God is a South Korean web manhwa. I don't know how to say that. Written and illustrated by SIU, a.k.a. Slave in Yaturo. Um, it had been serialized in Navarre's Web2 platform, Navarre's Web2, since June 30th, 2010. So this series has been out for 10 years now. Technically, it'll be by the time I'm making this uh, podcast, um, it's just, right now today is June 26, 2020. So in four days, this po- this series is 10 years old. So it's been out for a while. So you, you already know there's a lot of stories and they got a lot to go through in this one especially for it for something that's been out for 10 years that means they're doing something right um but it didn't officially get its english translation to the webtoon until 2014 so you could tell that the series is definitely something that's been a long running and the story is great now i haven't heard about this series until uh, Crunchyroll decided to announce that it was going to do it, but I ain't gonna lie to you guys. At first, the first episode, I wasn't a fan of it at first. And hear me out why I said I wasn't a fan of it first. The graphic was rough. The character designation was like it seemed rough to me from your traditional anime studios and the high smooth you know, outlines and everything like that. Here, I felt like you could see the outlines, but I had to remember this is Crunchyroll, not no knock on Crunchyroll at all, but this is something they're original, so they're trying to build it and everything and stuff like that. So pretty much once you get past that, episode two all the way on, I promise to you guys, I enjoyed it. I I could not, I could not stop watching it. I hated I hated the fact that I had to wait weekly just to watch that, uh, watch the series. I almost picked up the webtoon, but I, sadly I can't find it. So if you guys know where I can find it, let me know. I want to read it. So hit your boy up or comment, leave a message or something. Because, you know, I definitely want to read more of it. The fact that the season had ended at 13 episodes and the way it ended, Oh my goodness. I am ready because let me tell you something. Well, I didn't even tell you guys about the characters. So in the show, the characters, you have the main characters, Bam. Then you got Rachel, this girl that Bam seems so obsessed with. I don't know why he's so obsessed with her, but he just is. And for those of you guys who read the webtoon, you guys know why. So I'm just going to leave it at is. And then he, he, Along the way, Bam befriends Kuhn because Rachel went into this, went into the tower and left Bam alone. Then Bam, obviously, because since he's so obsessed with her, went into it himself with her. So 
well, not with her, but to chase after her. But then along the way, he he meets uh, Coon. Uh, and then he meets this alligator thing named Rock and other and other characters along the way. But as the story progressed, Bam kind of ran into a character named who is a princess of Jihad. I don't know much of, much known about Jihad, but I know the girl name was Yuri, and she lent him a weapon, which is like the thirteen months, which. Which is a strange because I thought it was only 12, but I don't know. 13 months weapon. And it was this cool black sword. Now, off the back, I'm like, oh, snap. They got swords. You got me hooked. But it seemed like the sword had nothing to do with the series at all. And at first, I was a little disappointed. But my roommate who read the series and everything told me, hey, look. Just, just give it a try. Just keep watching it. You'll understand why. And the more I watch, the more I want to know. Bam is a unique character. The only thing I don't like about Bam is his exception to Rachel. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to say this real quick, and you might not like me after this. But Rachel is a female dog. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Because the, when if you watch the series or if you read it, you know why I said that. Like, Lord. like, And Bam just keep going back. He keep going back. She literally is trying to do everything out the way to avoid you. And when you met her, she didn't even want to even acknowledge you. She did something I don't even want to say in the series that will piss you off. And Lord knows when season two come out, Bam better be one of those cruel individuals who realize, hey, this girl ain't it. I don't know what's wrong with this girl, but she ain't it. You don't even need to love her. Like, just let her die. Bro, just let her die because the way I feel about Rachel is ridiculous right now because she pissed me off to the to the tenth degree pretty much. Rachel can go literally crawl up a hole and disappear for the rest of eternity because oh my gosh, I'm rambling and when I ramble, I don't like that. But <laughs> it's just that's how pissed off her character is and. I got to admit, to the author who did this, very good job on creating these characters and making them who they are. Because you 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 want to know more about Bam and what makes Bam so special. Then you want to know more about Coon and Rat and Rock because those are the three main group. Those guys are like a team of sort. I don't want to explain the show too much without ruining too much stuff, so I'm just going to say it like that. But they did a great job. In each and one of these characters, you kind of get invested in them. Even the supporting characters kind of have a mysterious vibe to them that you want to know more and stuff. And I really can't wait for season two to come out. Now, there's no word as of right now of when season two come out, but I'm pretty sure it might be either winter, I mean fall, or maybe even winter, just depending because. The manga, or not manga, webtoon is already so far out. It's been out for a while that I'm pretty sure they got enough content to produce another season of it. And from the looks of the way how it ended, it looked like it's a time skip. So I'm okay with that. And pretty much, I just can't wait. I I promise to you guys that if you haven't seen it, give it a try. Trust me, season the episode one, I I I kind of fell to my own judgment of not or not my own judgment but i always say give something at least three episodes three to five episodes and right off the back i stopped at one 
And then I picked back up on the series once it had like six episodes. And when I got caught up, I was mad at myself because one, I went ahead and did the same thing that I told myself I wouldn't do was judge it all because of the design and the outline. Now, don't get me wrong. Do I think if a different studio picked it up, it would be even better? Heck yes. But for Crunchyroll to go ahead and create it, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I I applaud you guys. You guys did your thing. You know, go ahead, finish it up because you guys did your thing. Now, before I move on and even close this whole podcast, I just want to say solo leveling. For those of you guys who do not know, check out that series or that webtoon. I promise to you guys that that webtoon is going to have an anime. I promise to you. And, you know, Crunchyroll, if you guys are listening, highly doubt it. But if you guys are, I would definitely hop on that. I promise to you, you will be loved. Any other studio who's listening to this, you guys better go ahead and invest in that series. I promise to you. As of right now, there's no new episode. So if you guys haven't checked out that um, solo leveling, I suggest checking it out. I think there's like easily over 100 chapters or whatever. I'm just over here sitting, waiting patiently just to... Go check it out because, oh, man, that, that series there is amazing. But anyway, that's it for today's podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it. I know I did. I, I definitely always enjoy this. I'm loving my new mic. I feel like a little professional because the way it is kind of like a classic look. If you guys follow me on Instagram, then you know exactly what the mic looked like. I also did a little commercial that I bought from Fiverr. Fiverr, I can never say it. <laughs> It's something new, but I thought it so I thought it was kind of cool. You guys definitely check that out. But anyway, you guys can always follow me on any social media platform. Well, except for Facebook. I'm still kind of working on that. But on Instagram and Twitter is at AnimeNerd92. All this description and link will be posted on the description of this video anyway. But yeah, just follow me on that. And YouTube, Anime Nerd. I'll put the link for my youtube page on the description as well so definitely go check that out but until next time you guys take it easy peace love you guys bye